What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. What a play! Can you believe this? I had no idea. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Off to the races, and he stays on his feet. This is going to go the distance. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. It's mailbag time. Here we go, baby. It's Friday afternoon for us if you're listening on Saturday. Happy weekend, everybody. Hope you're staying dry around the East Coast and hope you're ready for a fun Sunday of football as well. I'm Adam Azer with Jamie Eisenberg and Pooper Cup. Uh, <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, Shire. I get it. I get it. Oh, you don't get it? I think, I think you get oh, it. Oh, I get it. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll have a new bathroom themed name for Dan Schneier for hashtag Dan on the can every week. We got your emails at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com and your Apple podcast questions. First, here's a look at your news and notes. Anthony Richardson is out. Quentin Nelson did practice, though, but Gardner Minshew is going to face the Ravens this week. Jamie Gardner Minshew is QB. What? 21. Okay. He'll be better than Daniel Jones. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, David Montgomery has not been ruled out yet, so come on, rule him out. Uh, Bryce Young, in addition to missing week three, could also miss week four. And Jet Safety Tony Adams is out for this matchup against the Patriots. Uh, and that's really all I have right now, but I think we'll get some notes throughout the show. So everybody stay tuned for that because this is when practice reports uh, start to come in. How many running backs like David Montgomery do you think coaches game plan for? Like you got a game plan for like a you got a game plan for like a Jameer Gibbs, right? You got a game plan for a guy yeah. that's gonna do different things. 
the game plan for a guy that's going to run straight ahead. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what's really. the gamemanship here? Rule him out. He's not playing. I, I agree with Jamie on this. The gamemanship is going completely out of hand with a player like David Montgomery. Right. Like, the, if you have Craig Reynolds in there, what is the defensive scheming any differently? No. Right. Uh, maybe, maybe a little. I don't know. Craig Reynolds. But yeah. Uh, He's going right. to do we'll the same thing. Like, rule him out and let's let's all start uh, Jameer Gibbs and be happy. Sunday yeah. morning, check out HQ at uh, 10 a.m. Eastern on the CBS Sports app. You can watch for some fantasy advice there, and you can join us at youtube.com slash football today at 11.30 a.m. Eastern for our live stream where we're answering your questions for an hour and a half. Time for- he's, he's flexing already. No, I you? just had a weird pain in my... He's, he's, like, oh, he's like, oh, my tricep. I had a weird oh. pain. Unbelievable. And he's going golfing again. Pain. I knew that. Well, I'm definitely going golf again. Friday. Can we focus on the real thing that's going on here? Friday is an off day for me. I have two off days and I come to the show anyway every week. The focus should be on that, not that I go golfing on my off day. This is The focus is on that you have twice as many off days as Jamie and I have. As me and Jamie <laughs> have. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well said. Um, all right. Uh, time for Apple Podcast questions here from the one and only standard scoring league. Pick an RB2. Jerome Ford, Zach Moss, or Damian Pierce? Oh, rough. Uh, Jerome Ford for me. I'm going to go Ford, too. I don't like the matchup at all for Pierce. I can't play Pierce this week, and Moss is in a very similar spot, especially with Gardner Minshew. I don't like him either there. This is from Uncle Stink Stonk. Should I sell high on Puka and trade him for Josh Jacobs? Yes. So, wow, I can't believe I'm saying this, and I know it's controversial, but I don't think I would do it. Ooh. I saw something this week from Ted Wynn, who's unbelievable. If people don't know about him. He's a film guy who covers the Raiders, and he showed, and I'm trying to get the stat now, so I really, I have this somewhere, but I wish I could find it. I'm not going to be able to find this in time, but the stat essentially was the amount of two high safety looks that Josh Jacobs faced last season versus the amount of two high safety looks he's faced this year. And it was appalling how few he's faced this year. Teams are essentially just stacking the box every play with zero respect for Jimmy Garoppolo. If only anyone could have predicted this, a.k.a. me, three (laughs) months ago. But there will be no change. No one is going to respect Jimmy Garoppolo this year. That box will be stacked all year long. And I don't see how Josh Jacobs scores that many points. It has to be touchdown base. He's not going to be efficient as a runner. Or he has to get a really big role in the passing game moving forward. I don't know if I can count on those things. I don't like Jacobs rest of way, to be completely honest. And I would be looking to sell him before things get worse. It's interesting. Well, he does have a role in the passing game. And I don't know. He wouldn't be the first running back. He does, back. but I mean like a massive role it's going to have to be, in my mind. He wouldn't be the first running back on a team with a, with a bad quarterback to face a stack box, you know, to, to, to be successful. I mean, you know, Ramadre Stevenson... Last year and Derrick Henry every year, you know, I mean. But Ramondre Stevenson and Derrick Henry are better. So, for example, Ramondre Stevenson had 84 targets in the passing game last year. Are we going to get that? Or 84 catches. Are we going to get that from Josh? Or targets, sorry. Are we going to get that from Josh Jacobs this year? Jacobs had a lot of catches last year. Well, we we, we have the sample size that we need to see already in two games. Jacoby Myers, Devontae Adams there, not as big. Jacoby Myers not there, five catches. You know, right. so that was what we saw last year when Waller was missing, when Hunter Renfro was missing. We saw it two years ago for sure. Yeah. You know, that's typically when he gets his more involvement. That's just, I think, a byproduct of A, who he is, and B, what the offense has been. That's with two different coaches. Also, though, week one was a win, 
Week two was a blowout loss, so there's that going for him as well. That how he, many wins do you predict for the Raiders? How many wins are they going to get? I don't predict that many, which is which is a point in his favor. I think if you were talking about the passing game role, is what I was saying. Uh, that's a oh. fair point, but this is a week that they could win. I think this is a week that he could actually have some success running. So flip side of that, this might be a good week to sell Josh Jacobs after he does have a big game against the Steelers. But I still, though, if you can get Josh Jacobs for Puka Nakua, yeah, that feels like a win because we just don't. We really don't know what's going to happen when Cooper Cup comes back. You know, is it going to be this? No. Is it going to be close to this? I hope. But the targets are definitely going to go someplace else. They're going to distribute it to another player who's pretty good. All right, I from, think this from, is one of those offers that feels like an obvious win, but actually when we look back at the end of the season, won't be one. That's just my take on that's it. That's fine. Uh, from Jim Mungi, would you trade Drake London for Nico Collins, 12-team PPR? That one's a bit more interesting. I think I'd hold to hold London. I was impressed with what I saw from London on tape last week. I watched all that game because I had a big trade in my league where I had to decide between Ritter and Mac Jones. And yes, it was those two, but it is a two QB league, 14 teams. So obviously QBs are worth everything. And so I actually thought Ritter look, looked okay on film, especially when he was targeting Drake London. London was getting open in the intermediate deep area of the field. He's a really good receiver. I would just bank on that talent right there. Uh, I would probably lean toward London too, but this also feels like when we could look back and say, why didn't we take true the third year breakout with a guy that might throw the ball a little bit more. I had an interesting trade. It got, it got revoked. So I'll tell you, cause it's in the league that we're all in, in our dynasty league, the big burger dynasty league. Um, I was offered Mike Evans and a second round pick for Drake London. You would have done that. You're saying Jamie, if it didn't get revoked. So, I, I, I was very torn, and I'll tell you the reason why I, I was hesitant. The, the trade offer was revoked, um, was because I have Chris Godwin. And so do I want to, A, sacrifice what Drake London might become for a chance to win now, knowing that two of my starters are going to be Baker Mayfield's wide receivers? So as great as Mike Evans is, and he's yeah. going to be better than Drake London this year, there's, yeah. there's no doubt about that, that I want to have to start both Bucks receivers and lose out on what Drake London might become long-term. That was my, my dilemma. Yeah, yeah, I got offered in that same league Mike Evans for Quentin Johnston. Um, Straight up? Yeah, Ooh, I think so. Now. I said no, but I said let's revisit this if I'm a contender later in the year. Yeah. You know, it might be also. But uh, all right, uh, let's go on to our next one here. It's from the real big blue 26. Whew. That's a shot's <laughs> fired at Dan Schneier. Start a running back. <laughs> start a running back, a wide receiver, and two flexes. So who's our running back? Is it James Cook, Kyron Williams, or Miles Sanders? <laughs> Williams. I, I'll go Williams because I like that. I think the matchup makes sense there, but I think James Cook is going to score at some point real soon. And I don't want to be having him on my bench. So let me well, just see. Flex, what the, so let's see what happens. Yeah, let's see what the flap happens with the flex. We need a wide receiver. Puka, Pittman, Nico Collins. Uh, Tyler Lockett, Drake London. Wow. Just, just one? one? Just one. Holy Puka. crap. How good is this guy's team? And then you get two flexes after <laughs> This that. is unreal. It's the best step I've ever heard in the history of fantasy football. But well, I'll also wait. Who did you one. go with, Jamie? Puka. Yeah, I'm also going with Puka for sure. All right, then we need two flex. We need Pittman, um, Nico Collins, James Cook, Tyler Lockett, Drake London, Miles Sanders. Is it PPR? Yeah. Full? Yes. I would have said, of course, yes. If it were half PPR and you said, is it PPR? You think I would have said yes? <laughs> Come on. Uh, wake I, up, Dan. Wake wait, up. Every, every reception gets a point or just the first three or what? <laughs> I uh, would go Lockett is the easy choice as the other receiver. 
<laughs> and then it comes down to, for me, would it be Collins or James Cook? I'm going to go James Cook. I'm going to go Cook and Lockett as well. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go Lockett and Collins since it's full PPR. I like going receivers, full PPR always. Okay, uh, next question is from Nikki Pogs. This is a this is an ego boost for Schneier here. Uh, he, oh, yeah. Nikki says, the mailbag episode on September 16th was one of the best and most entertaining podcasts I've heard. I love the banter between Adam and Dan and Jamie regarding movies and just makes me laugh when they rip on each other. Would honestly listen to them do a movie podcast in the NFL offseason and share hot takes and make fun of one another. Dan couldn't take part in it. <laughs> I've literally, he's, he's I've literally had this idea, by the way. And I haven't we haven't presented this to anyone who actually matters yet, but I've talked about it with Adam, who said, eh, I kind of like it, but it was a little lukewarm about can it. But you, he was can somewhat you guys warm. Do me a favor. <clears throat> can you yes. both sit like this with your arms the way Adam was just sitting? But like this? Yeah. Well, first off, you guys are like ridiculous. But look how hairy Adam's arm a- arms are. Yeah, they're pretty hairy. Not gonna and, lie. And I just want, you know, let Dan show off his gun. Oh, thank you, Jamie. <laughs> there we go. You're not part uh, of the offseason So my idea, show. just just to jump in real quick, my idea was an off-season pod when things are slow, with, and it would be called Worst Take. And it was just we just bash each other for our absolute worst takes about movies, TV, food, <laughs> and, you know, yeah, I think epi- it'd be entertaining. Episode one, The Wire is Boring. Uh, no, Nikki's, don't you dare. Don't Nikki's, you dare. Well, that's the whole point of the show. I mean, that don't you don't want you that? Dare. That's not the point of the show. Oh, no. Oh, the point of the podcast. I thought you were talking about was the point of the wire. It's like, oh, my God. No, that's the whole point uh, of, of the podcast. I posted a wire gif on Twitter today, and someone was like, oh, yeah, I love suits. Suits has been so great. I'm so happy. I've been seeing so many suits, and I was so offended. By the way, uh, you're still saying gif. That's weird. Question. Uh, would trading my Rashad White for Brian Robinson make sense? <laughs> Uh, no, I'd rather have Rashad White. I'm a Brian Robinson believer, so I, I go Brian Robinson. We broke him down for beyond the box score. Loved his tape from week two. This one is from DT, blah, 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 a bunch of letters. Dear Melvin, James, Derek, and Joel. Melvin, James, Come Derek, on, buddy. and Joel. Come on, Schneier. This is in your wheelhouse. Okay. Melvin, James, Derek, and Joel. Is this Wisconsin Badgers? Yes. Melvin Gordon. But I, I don't know why I can't get all James these ones. White. James White. James White. James White. Melvin. Okay, hold on. Melvin Melvin James. We're who was the other ones? We're not interested in this. PPR <laughs> Superflex. My league did not draft quarterbacks early, and I got Allen and Burrow in the first round. I then took Richardson. Uh, I'm sorry. This question is irrelevant. He, was, he said, uh, should I start Richardson over Burrow oh. if he clears concussion protocol? Uh, this is from Dinesh84. Adam is when you when you draft and you're like, man, look at these quarterbacks I have. I, I know top five guy in Burrow and one of the best <laughs> high upside plays in Richardson. Now two are two are out in week oh. three, but they're not out. But we don't know about Burrow. Do you guys think we didn't go over this in the news note and notes? But do you guys think that what the Bengals did today has any bearing on on who will play quarterback to, uh, on Monday Night Football? They claim someone from their practice squad. I no, it, it's okay. it's certainly insurance, but it's it's yeah. a bad sign. You know, I don't think it's a good sign that they're doing that, but they have to cover themselves. And I don't know what the transaction policy one that has to be announced is. Yeah. Um, I just realized I do have that in, in a super flex league. Those are my two quarterbacks. Burrow oh, Richardson. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing uh, C.J. Stroud and um, most likely Gardner Minshew. <laughs> oh, I hope you're playing me. Uh, uh, no. From Ganesh, uh, Adam is by far the funniest host out there, and the rest of the crew is great. Thank you. Uh, that's what point for me. <laughs> Shocker that you read this one. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm looking to trade Tua in a 1QB league. What would you seek in return for Tua? I think at this point, you know, you're looking at the borough manager first and foremost. You're probably looking at, you know, the Richardson manager if that was a one quarterback decision that that person made or Daniel Jones or 
um, who else? Justin Fields, you know, those type of, you know, managers that are struggling. And really, you know, it, it, it's, it's hard to make just a blanket statement about this particular player, but you know, if you have running back issues, you're looking for somebody that's running back depth. If they have, you know, a plethora of wide receivers, you know, that's the type of move you're looking at. You know, buy low on a Saquon Barkley and Austin Eckler, any of these banged up running backs, maybe it's Tua and something else, you know, Tua and, and a Brian Robinson to get Saquon Barkley, you know, something like that. Um, but anything you could do to upgrade your depth, running back, receiver, to or, or starting lineup is the type of move you should be making. I don't, I don't know if I'm just doing a, a Tua quarterback swap. I don't know if that makes sense. No, right. Okay, uh, from Max Thornberry, grade the trade, 10-team PPR, three receivers. I give DeAndre Swift and Michael Thomas, and I get A.J. Brown. Love it. A-plus. Yeah, I love that trade as well. A.J. Brown's going to have his spike weeks. By the way, Adam, do you know Thornberry? Do you know what that's from? No. Wow, this is another time. Is, that some, is that some stupid town in New Jersey that nobody even knows? No, where no, no. For a guy whose brother was like the host of Slime Time Live and a big Nick guy back in the day, you just have no knowledge of Nickelodeon. Like, this was a Nickelodeon show. Nigel Thornberry, it doesn't ring a bell? No. Oh, God. You You're, know what, what eight on. years younger than me? How old are you? 24 or something? Yeah, I'm, I think I'm actually like 11 years younger than you. No, you're not. Certainly you? lo- it certainly looks that way. <laughs> that was good. How old are you? Uh, don't worry. I'm not saying my age on You're the not air. 11 years. I'm 39. You're not no, 11 I, I'm years. Not, I'm not 11 years younger than no, you. You're like, I'd say five years. Yeah, he's, five he's years in the 30s. Jamie nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Even if Jamie got it wrong, you would have said that Jamie nailed it. Uh, <laughs> he says a lot of right things, and I just say they're right. Like, what do we, Adam, try to be right more often, and maybe you'll get right. agreed more often. <laughs> good, good, good advice. This is from uh, C.A. Cheesehead. <laughs> Dear Summer, Sadie, and Skip. Come nope. on, Dan. Another one you should know. Summer, Summer Sadie, Sadie, and Skip. Skip. Why would I ever know this one? Summer, Sadie, and Skip. Like, oh, are these... When I hear Summer, this is going to be another... I'm not even going to go down this route again after last week, but when I hear Summer, I immediately... The throne. So I'm not going to go okay, back down yeah. that. I already made the Aegon Targaryen mistake <laughs> last week. I was bashed for that. Mold, like My whole Twitter, my whole weekend on Twitter was just hearing people <laughs> kill, kill me for that one. So oh, I'm not going to go with the Game of Thrones as the guest. Summer Sadie. It was terrible. Summer, Summer Sadie and Skip. Like, the, why would are, I know that? It, it, those are his dog's names. Uh, Whose dog's names? The guy who's writing. Oh, yeah, I will know this one. Yeah, go ahead. Um... This is kind of a silly question. You know, I'm going to skip it. I'm going to skip this question. There's really no yeah. question in there. Uh, from Frankie Keys. I uh, love the show. I've been listening for years. I'm drunk, and I want input on my preseason stand of treating tight ends like kickers and DSTs. Grab one late and figure it out. <clears throat> Kelsey, Andrews, Waller, et cetera, et cetera, were all overpriced. Early yeah. round, mid-round tight end rarely work. Take your shots at running back and wide receiver. Zero tight end revolution starts here. Feeling like a genius and need someone to bring me back to earth. I'm, I'm with you this year. This is what I did. I was Kelsey or bust. And once Kelsey got hurt, I was just bust. And I made one mistake. I, I needed one share of Darren Waller in my most important league. He was going so cheap because the, the, there was hamstring reports. Ended up paying for him in an, in an auction. And now I'm like, eh, I could have used that money elsewhere to get a running back or a receiver or a better running back and receiver. Um, Waller's not producing at all. So, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, the problem is you're not going to be able to really predict who's going to have those weeks off the wire. but I don't really think you're losing out on too much because Waller's not producing at a high level really at this point. Um, Andrews, Andrews had a fine first game back though. 
Gamer Eric wants to know in PPR, Nigel Thornberry or Egon Targaryen? <laughs> Egon Targaryen would be a pretty ferocious opponent. All right, let's see what else we got here. This is from... Don't cross the dragon streams? Yeah, there you go. From Zoe Boy. I found it egregious that Jamie wasn't on the rankings for the funniest members on the show. He's absolutely hilarious, but he doesn't try to be, and it fits in when applicable. So I'm always waiting for those moments. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, nice. no, I mean, it's funny because we did get a lot of support for different people about being the funniest, but I just, I don't see any Dan's in that support. <laughs> <laughs> this is from... Dan's my, my vote. NFL I already foot- got oh, vote from on. Jamie. You don't remember that? I, no, I don't remember that, actually, but... See, my whole life, Adam, I haven't cared about if people are laughing with or at me as long as they're laughing around me That's good. and having a good time. So, you know what? I took the vote. I liked it. And just because you don't agree with it doesn't mean it's going to change. Jamie's still voting me no matter what you think. Okay. Uh, something you'll agree with <laughs> Jamie on as well. Grade the trade. Three receiver PPR. Give up Cup and ETN. Get Jamar Chase. I'm in. I mean, it, it should be an easy yes. The problem is, is what happens if Burrow gets shut down for weeks? It's not an easy yes at all. I'm out on this. I You're out on this if Burrow's healthy? The thing is, this whole if Burrow's healthy thing, it doesn't really work because he's just not healthy. Like, playing and healthy are well, different. Well, you're also acquiring a player who's not really healthy. I That's know, my but point. I think like, ETN... We know if Cup's going to play this season. Why are we so sure? He's seeing specialists for a hamstring. I would not... I, I don't think this is going to be the case, but it wouldn't shock me if ETN were the most valuable player in this deal because I like Burrow's thing is lingering here. I suspect the second half of the season, Jamar Chase is going to be awesome. But, you know, I don't want to give up ETN. And then the cup, look, Sean McVay said there's a possibility he comes back in week five. I'm not just going to take him at his word. But I'm not doing this. I'm not trading for Chase right now unless it's, like, these are two pieces. Unless it's something that I really just feel feels a slam dunk. I'm not, I mean, I I'm just playing look, conservatively. You're not, you're not wrong in thinking that, but I think the fact that it's another injured player <laughs> and Chase is not injured. And, and Look, I, I, I'm going to probably look silly for saying this. We, we don't know if if Chase completely craters without Burrow there. No. There's a yeah, very no. realistic chance that he might, but no. still. Yeah, I, just ETN is a big piece here. But all right. Uh, you have to give something to get the second best player drafted. I get it. I just right now, Chase to me is not the second most valuable player. But all right. Is this ETN from, a big piece? Yeah. From Jeffrin, Puka or Kyron Williams in PPR this week? Puka. Puka. From Lucian. Grade the trade in Superflex. Give Puka Nakua and Jerome Ford. Get a first round and second round pick in 2025. And Tajay Spears for Puka and Jerome Ford. I love it. Yay. You love getting Puka and Ford? No, I like getting the picks for those players. I I mean, it's, it's so far away, though. That's the problem. It's like... You're, 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 I mean, look, Cup is at the end of his rope. So whether he plays this year at that level, next year, I mean, look, he's already two straight years now. He's dealing with significant injuries. Puka might be the guy for Sean McVay. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> you know, like, That's the part that worries me. The Jerome Ford to me is just a total throw in. Yeah. I don't think Jerome Ford has almost any dynasty value long term. But if the concern is, is Puka this good? Or because the, the issue for me is like, I agree with you on that, but is Sean McVay really coaching for that much longer? And is Matthew Stafford playing for that much longer? Well, I, and then we I, get to a point where it's a new system and Puka's not as good of a fit and the quarterback plays bad. Yeah, I 
I wonder though, like McVay had is out. Like, did he really want to come back because of Stafford? Did he want to come back part of it because, well, or did he want to come back because he wanted to experience the challenge of playing with younger guys and, and, and building a team Maybe. and that, you know, through two weeks, he's got to be pretty encouraged with what the younger players have done. You know, I think if they were at full strength, it might've been a tough challenge to beat the 49ers. So, you know, full strength, meaning like, you know, great players, um, or, or at least prime, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. so I, I'm, yeah, I, I think McVay is going to stick around, but there, there's a wild card. It's just giving up picks two years from now, you know, I, I just always hate that looking well, that far ahead. I just, I'm nervous in a dynasty league to give away a guy who's had basically the best start to a career ever for a wide receiver. It's right up there. And yes, but I will say on that steal. note, because this just reminds me, Adam, and I'm cu- and curious if you guys remember this back in the day in dynasty, like two or three years ago. So that's not even back, back in, the, in day, the day, but two or three years ago. Juju Smith-Schuster had like the greatest first year of any receiver ever, most receptions ever in history. And he was at one point viewed by some people as the dynasty wide receiver one because of that stat, because he had like the most receptions ever for a receiver in the first couple of years. And now like his dynasty, like he's just a terrible dynasty ass. And it's only like two or three years later. Well, he's been in the league five, six years. I think now, it's actually, you're, you're probably going back four years at this point. You know? Four years probably. So, but he was already a bad dynasty. But it's not, it's not a bad comp. No, it's not. You know, and, and you are talking about a guy that was a fifth round pick as opposed to Juju, I believe was a second round. Right. Pick. So there, there's some potential for a complete flop. We see this a lot more with running backs, you know, the, the James Robinsons and maybe right. now Damian Pierce, you know, guys that weren't day one or day two running backs that tend to just pop for one year and then they disappear. That being said though, again, if you tell me Sean McVay is in, I think Puka is going to be really good no matter who the quarterback is. Cause they'll figure it out. So I, I got to yeah. speed this up a little bit, but I don't think the same thing happened with Juju because Juju didn't do all that much until late in the year when there was like an injury, I think, to Antonio Brown. He had a few great games. He, he ended up having a good rookie season. Then and it was the second, second year. It was after the second. Yes, he yeah. had a 1,400-yard second season. Right. I was just thinking about him today. He is a really curious case. He had a 900-yard rookie season, which we say is always a good sign. He followed that up as wide receiver six or something like that with a 1,400-yard second season. And he was super young, which is, I think, why everybody loved him so much in Dynasty. I don't really know how to explain his his career. It's a little surprising that it went downhill. All right, let's go so fast. Uh, let's go to uh, this one from 111000. Start two. Puka Olave... Addison, Ridley, and DJ Ooh. Moore. Wow, what a team! Yeah. <laughs> it's only starting two of these guys. Who's, who else is starting in this team? Um, Puka think... and Ridley. <laughs> Need how many? Just two. I'm going Puka and Ridley. I'm sitting Olave. Whoa! Uh, I can't sit Olave. Uh, Ridley. I'm sitting Ridley too, that but I'm not originally... sitting Puka. Originally, I was going to sit Ridley, but um... I should have put my whole budget on Puka. I can't believe how it how non-aggressive I was with that free agent. I, I threw some 40% on that didn't hit. Like people, people got him for like 50 or 60%. And then they're spending 80 or 90% on Jerome Ford. Puka is going to be a much better asset than yeah. Jerome Ford. Uh, well, I still, I, I'm so happy. I got him in our, in our other dynasty league now. Oh, you did get him. This one that. is from worth. Uh, I don't know if I should read this one. What do you think? One more, Dan, should I read one more? What do you mean? I don't know. This one's not like super relevant. Should I read it? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, thumbs up. All right, great. This says Adam equals funny. Adam is the reason uh, the show is funny. This. 
JB has decent jokes, but doesn't tell a lot of them. Dave's dad jokes, while terribly endearing, don't actually make me laugh. And Dan and Heath combined have exactly one joke, and it's Adam Azer. Without Adam's quick wit. <laughs> That's not entirely wrong. Dan. Without Adam's quick wit, great timing, and seemingly endless fodder for razzing, the show simply wouldn't be as fun. And then he says, while we may, and then it got cut off, and I actually have no idea what, ha- what happened after that. Maybe he was joking the whole time, but I don't know. All right, uh, I have one question before we go Damn, to break. It's from one joke, and it's Adam. That's amazing. Yeah, it's I true. Like, he's not wrong about that. Uh, one question here from Dave Richard, who, who sent me a little IM, and he said, uh, weird or not weird, peeling eggs at the workplace cafeteria sink. Weird. Boiled eggs? I can follow up. Who did up. that? That was you, Adam? No. Why do you think it's me? I said Dave asked me. He's obviously at work in an office in a different state. I know. I thought state. this from back in the day when you guys used to work together. No, I've never peeled eggs in my – maybe like <laughs> once or twice in my life I've peeled eggs for my kids. <laughs> that is very I don't weird think it's too. weird. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Uh, and it just <laughs> it smells. It's just it's a little not, weird. It's smelly. Yeah. A little smelly. Also, why did you call it an IM? Nothing's been an IM for years, Adam. It's a G chat. A G chat. I don't know. You either call it a G chat, a DM. Like, there's no IM anymore. He's not DMing me. It's it's in the Google email, you know. All okay, right, so whatever. it's a G chat. There's no IM anymore. Look. We're not in 2003. All right, all right. We gotta go uh, to break. Not 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 all together. We gotta go to break though. And uh, when we come back, we got the fantasy cops joining us. On fantasy football. Oh, Dave does not know if the eggs were boiled. We'll be right back <laughs> on fantasy football today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Here we go. It's the Fantasy Cops settling your league disputes. Okay, commissioners, listen up. First one here. 
Oh, my mixer is so far away, I can't even reach. First one here is from William. Dear Fantasy Cops, our commissioner informed us that our waiver system at the beginning of the year will be the same way we have always done waivers for the past two decades. Continual rolling list. He accidentally hit the fab button, though, to create a $100 fab for each player. Week one, nobody used fab for waivers because we've never done this before. Week two, so that just means they put in zero bids for everyone and it ended up being like normal waivers. Uh, Week two, however, two players, seeing that there was fab, set fab dollars up and picked up Jerome Ford and Nico Collins. The rest of the league continued to not use fab. The commissioner admitted that he had made a mistake and was too busy at his job to fix it. He now eliminated the fab option moving forward. However, he stirred up a hornet's nest and league players are unhappy. Who should get Jerome Ford and Nico Collins? And how can the commissioner make this right? I feel like this one's so easy. You just go by the rolling list for week two, whatever it would have been. And those people should get Nico Collins or Ford if, and this isn't a little bit of an honor system thing, but if they were, they say they were going to bid on those players or they were going to process a waiver request for those players. Is that not, not right? Like, what do you guys think about that? I would say what's happened has happened. Commissioner messed up. You get those two players and we make the adjustment moving forward. I'm with Dan. I think, uh, first of all, Dan, you have to say that Jamie's wrong. You have to say that out loud. Yeah, Jamie's wrong. There you go. (laughs) Uh, I'm with Dan. I think that everyone was under the assumption that waivers were a particular way. I'm sure everyone bid on or put in a claim for Jerome Ford. I don't know about for Nico, but if not everyone, almost everyone put in for Ford. I think it it should go on the waiver wire priority list from week two. I agree with Dan. All right, two to one. This one, okay, this one, the only reason we're reading this one is to humiliate the commission. <laughs> this guy is so guilty that we're, we're just going to play bad cop, bad cop here. Oh. All right, so the email is from David. This trade was completed after week one. One team gives up Brees Hall, Devontae Smith, and Jonathan Mingo. Gets back Jameer Gibbs, Gabe Davis, and Tank Bigsby. Um... When I saw it, I said to myself, I'd rather be the team who receives Smith and Hall, but I had no issues with it that being that uneven. Week two happens, and Devontae Smith once again went off. The league manager is taking a vote to see if the trade should no. be vetoed a week later. No. He says the results are split, so he's going to veto <laughs> oh, the trade no. even after the games have oh, been played. No. Two teams threaten to quit if the trade stands. I've never seen a trade vetoed after games have been played. What are your thoughts? This is an absolute nightmare. Nightmare. Wait, wait, wait. The commissioner is involved in this? The commissioner is going to overturn the trade. Oh, he's not one of the teams trading. No, he's not. Okay, I was going to say, because the way you made it sound like Two teams are crybaby threatening to quit the league. I don't think he's one of the teams trading. We don't have that information. Yeah, the two people threatening to leave the league if the trade stands. Bye. See ya. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Never come back and never play fantasy football with me yeah, ever again. God. Like, what are you doing? That's embarrassing. Those people should be more embarrassed than the commissioner, who should also be embarrassed for considering to veto a trade a week after the the, the train was made through. That this is insane. Like, what, what, what's the what, where does the what is the next step? You evaluated in five weeks and say, oh, Team A, like totally <laughs> hey, won you know this trade. Actually, it was fair. You We're going to do the trade over. We'll give the players back yeah. retroactive stats. We'll change the lineups for each week. Like, this is crazy. This wasn't a video vetoable trade to begin with, and right. it's not now. Right. And don't do it. All right. All right. This is from uh, Robbie in a city in the north of England. 
What do you got, Dan? Northern yeah, England. Northern England. Ipswich. Sure. Just kidding. I think Ipswich is actually in the countryside <gasps> and potentially in the south. But my nanny, Colleen, <laughs> shout out Colleen, was from there. She was great. She oh. is great. Okay. Well, my old pair. I don't know where my old pair was from, Jamie, but. Uh, Old joke there. 16-team dynasty PPR league. The commissioner has a juggernaut team but just lost Nick Chubb. So he just traded a 2024 first-rounder, probably pick 15 or 16 in the draft, to a middling team for Brian Robinson. However, it turns out that he has also made a gentleman's agreement in which he, the commissioner, will send Saquon Barkley to the team losing Brian Robinson at the end of the season in exchange for a second-round pick. So essentially, the commissioner gets Robinson and gets to keep Barkley until the end of the season before trading him away and only getting a second-rounder in return. The commissioner... This is a 16-team league, by the way. The commissioner posted a screenshot of the conversation that he had with his trade partner in which this agreement was made, so he can't back out of it without losing all credibility. Personally, I don't have a problem with it as both trading partners seem, uh, seem happy. But it's caused a bit of an uproar amongst some players in our league who don't think this sort of arrangement should be allowed. Would love to know what the fantasy cops think about this and about gentlemen's agreements in general. I mean, this is a player to be named later. Like, I don't like it. It's it's very trade back esque and collusion esque. Like, if you're thinking well, what's collusion, this is essentially what collusion is, right? Like, it's not the worst case of collusion we've ever seen, but it's basically still collusion, right? Yeah. Is it? I mean, colluding what if get, they like, just, what if they just, if they did this trade separately at the end of the season, nobody would bat an eye. Okay. But what happens if Barkley suffers a season ending injury? Is that still right. happening for a second round pick? Like it's, it's, it's done written in stone. What if, it, what if it were, what if, what if that were the scenario? They agree to this trade and it's set in stone, no matter what Barkley for a second round pick, would you be okay? It's with still it just, I mean, it's, it's still deciding on something that you don't have an outcome for. It feels as if, like, I'm doing this no matter what happens. That, to me, feels like you're colluding. I mean, basically what you're doing is you're agreeing, agreeing to a trade in the future, and I've never seen that done, and I think I'd have to say no. Yeah. Right? I think that should just be a rule. No, no trades in the future. Those trades have to be made at the time. Yeah. Thank you for your submissions to the Fantasy Cops. We appreciate it. I have a Fantasy it. Cops question. Oh, and I think oh, Zach Brook does, too, as I forgot. Bonus Cops. Let, let Zach go first. Oh, you ready, Zach Brook? Little, little cameo. Yeah, can you guys here. hear me? My, my connection's not great. Um, so I'm in a league. We've been in the league for about five years. And obviously, before you're going to send an actual real trade offer on the app, there's negotiations. And for some reason this year, it's gotten to the point where if somebody feels the trade, even getting in the negotiations isn't great, they'll screenshot the opening offer to the chat which just destroys the trade to begin with and destroys any chance of any other trade going on. Do you think, I feel like if it, if the trade is proposed, set in the app, everybody sees it, fair. When you're open negotiations, I think that's just bad business. I'm not going to arrest anyone for it. I mean, it's not illegal. It's just a real jerk thing to do. No question. You know, yeah. I, I, Opening negotiations, you're supposed there's supposed to be a little bit of a chatter here, right? You don't just blast someone to the rest of the league. That's bad yeah. form. That's bad form, yeah. Zach. 
Your if friends, it's egregious, so. maybe. But but if it's a decently fair, I don't I don't see the point. Yeah, I don't see the point either. It's not productive at all. You're not going to get a lot. You're of right trades. though. Like it's going to turn this into a league of no trading because right. once that yeah. gets posted, someone has a comment, and the other team's like feels you know vulnerable. Just it's no good. Yep. Yeah. A lot of complaints from the neighbors, but unfortunately, nothing we can do about it. Not illegal. Jamie, what do you got? <laughs> so this is this is a question for Dan. So Dan, have you ever been in a league where uh, a commissioner? Uh, knows of a move that happened okay uh that probably was done by mistake and it let's wasn't. it go for at least a week no without maybe saying something to the person in the league that might have made the mistake oh no that's really bad commissioner work i mean if anyone honestly if anyone did that i would throw them in jail throw the book at them put them behind bars wow the so whole life let me give you the scenario let me give you a scenario so in a league there was a pretty prominent player in the dynasty league dropped and the commissioner obviously was aware of this and let it go for several days without reaching out to the person and say, hey, you may have done this by mistake. You know, I don't know if you want to drop this guy. Now, again, you could say, is that the right thing to do? Let the person you know, suffer on their own. Um, and then let the player go on to waivers, bid on said player, oh, trying to wow. get that player. I'm missed. But let that player who should not have been dropped get dropped and not say anything to the person that dropped. Okay. Terrible move. No, I don't. First of all, no. okay. So what happened was in our 12-team dynasty league where there's like nobody good on the waiver wire. We have 22-man rosters or yeah. something like that. Someone dropped Deontay Johnston. Jo- Deontay Johnson. Uh, wow. And the ironic part is a few days after he dropped him, this isn't ironic, but the few days after he dropped him, he was he went on IR. So he could have just put him in an IR spot. But he dropped Deontay Johnson, and I saw it. I don't think I'm under any obligation to reach out to the guy and say, hey, why did you drop Deontay Johnson? Yes, I bid on him. I texted Jamie. Everybody bid on him. He went for $97 out of 100. I bid 91 because you just don't get an opportunity like that in, the, in a dynasty league, right? So anyway, um, I asked Jamie, I said, did you, and I didn't want to give it away necessarily. I said, I have a question about one of our leagues. Like, did you notice someone strange got dropped? And you know, I was kind of speaking vaguely about it. Um, cause again, I didn't want to just clue everybody in that Deontay Johnson got dropped and Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. I, maybe I could have reached out to the guy, but I don't think I did anything wrong. By the way, Dan, you're in that league. I know. Did you notice that he got dropped? No, I did not notice it. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say I did. I, I am, the same thing. He didn't notice it either. I have some issues with my activity in that, in the, in, I mean, guys, we can talk. I, maybe I need like a therapist or something for this, but I don't understand how you guys, this is the most leagues I've ever been in in a season. I don't understand how you guys can remain as active as you are when you have 27. Like I have 27 leagues this oh, year. Oh my God. I have 13. Insane. I have 11. I have 11 non-best. No, you have more than that. You have 13 alone through work. I feel like they're all, all of my leagues are basically through work. Okay, I have, so I have, I have a lot of home leagues and different kinds of leagues. Like, <laughs> you know, um, most people go to therapists. They sit on the couch, dance on the yeah. toilet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come tough. to me. But listen, I, I, it turned out he did not. It was not an accident. He meant to drop what? Deontay Johnson. Why? Why? He drafted him in like the third or fourth round. It was this like is, a, you can't do that in Dynasty. It was almost like a spite drop. But you're lucky it, I didn't see this. By the way, because I would have bid a hundred on this straight up, just full budget on this. Well, I lost them anyway. So well, yeah. we're not lucky. You're just dumb. Yeah, I'm just dumb. And I said, I was like, he went on IR because I was chatting with him. Uh, you know, on Monday we have this group chat yeah. text and. and uh, with the with the dynasty league, the Dan's in and doesn't pay attention to apparently. And I said, you know, why why'd you drop him? And we were all talking about it. And he said, uh, someone said you could have put him in an IR spot. And the guy's like, it was already filled. I'm like, we have five. 
And he's like, oh, I thought we had one. So you got to learn the rules. All right, let's uh, let's read um, some emails. By the way, let me help you, Dan. When you search for players, go to roster trends yes. and search for most viewed. Start like there. That. And most okay. rostered, too. Nice little tip. Nice tip from Jamie there. Most rostered helps, too, because there's sometimes... No, I, do, I do actually know about that. And I do that for... I'm at Look, the, Dynasty is a league. Typically, Dynasty, I don't follow the free agency that much because, like Adam said, there's typically no good free agents. But I need to be aware of people dropping Deontay Johnson for sure. Yeah. All right, we need to uh, take another break here, and then we'll fly through the emails and the YouTube questions. We'll be right back on Fantasy Football today because Dan has to go golfing. Selling a little... Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast the national sales event is on at your toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car like a legendary camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive you can count on your new camry to get anywhere you need to go and with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, don't, not trying to stand in the way of a man and his day off, which I appreciate him being here. I really do. Uh, this is- um, I have news real quick. Oh, okay, good. What do we got? So Jalen Waddle will practice on Friday, but it's still in the protocol. Ooh, okay. He can practice before getting through the protocol. Yes, that's what typically oh, yeah. happens: is they can practice, but limited basis. Cleared. They'll be listed as limited. Yeah, and if he clears the protocol, then he'll be okay. Sometimes okay. they practice in full in the protocol. In fact, it happened oh. with uh, with Jacoby Myers, I believe, this week. I believe they still are listed as limited, though. Okay. Um, all right, from Matt. Uh, I suspect I'm one of very few New Zealand listeners to the podcast. Uh, but he likes our show. Appreciate it. Two things. I watched Billy Madison again last night, and Adam's Eric 
impersonation is perfect. And Oil of Olay was a big product here in New Zealand years ago, so I always thought Oil of Olave was an excellent team name. Boy, I'm really, I'm really egotistical today. I can't believe I keep reading these, but that today, is the entire email. Can't believe you keep reading these. What I don't do usually mean? read these types of things, but I just. You thought, know how egotistical what? it is, by the way. Do you know how egotistical it is to say I can't believe I'm reading these? Like that, that in alone is an egotistical comment. Like, what do you mean you can't believe it? You're the one doing it. You can believe it. I guess the I best, didn't realize how many best. of them made the show. This, I guess this that reminds me of. Uh, so, so Dan Nando, you would love Nando. Because he always killed Adam. Uh, my um, favorite. Oh, I, I don't want to play the guitar. Wait, it's just I have to be sitting right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. This is from. Uh, oh wait, uh, I have to sing. Oh no. <laughs> hashtag. It's never too early for a seltzer. Uh, yes, for Heath. That's a little throwback to the Heath episode. I thought you guys were crazy. Throwback was yesterday. Throwback, yeah, I know. But yesterday's day. episode. But why can't you? Why can't you enjoy a seltzer at, 10, at nine a.m. or whatever it is? Seltzers are great. I don't get like I don't drink how seltzer. is there like a time like I, there should be no time limit on seltzer. Seltzer should be enjoyed at any point. It's literally like drinking water, but it has better. It's literally like drinking water. So it is nothing like water because it's entirely it carbonated like and tastes bitter. It is not water. Bitter. What? I mean, like if you like seltzer, seltzer, that's fine. I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna yuck your yum, but it's yeah. not water. It's nothing like water. Uh, it's right. nothing like water. It's literally water carbonated. Yeah, but that's the whole thing about water is that water is not carbonated. It's seltzer. They're completely different beverages. I want some, you know what? We mean it may need to go to Twitter or a poll or just let us know in the comments. Does it make any sense for Adam to say seltzer is quote unquote nothing like water? Okay. You tell me if that makes any sense. We got two questions here. Yeah, we from- have a question. It's PPR. Is that half? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> select one in full PPR flowers or Addison? Addison. Yeah. Um, select one in full PPR. For full PPR. Oh, wow. All right. Yep. Damian Pierce or Brees Hall? Ooh, Ugh. Pierce. Gross. Pierce, I guess. Would you drop Bigsby or Elijah Moore to pick up Gus Edwards? Um, I would drop Elijah Moore because I don't trust Deshaun Watson. I think that's fair. And if there's an injury to Travis Etienne, you're going to be really mad at yourself. I'm getting crushed right now for my water seltzer take. It made no sense whatsoever. But of it's course not you're like water because I love water. It's all I drink is water, and I I look forward to having a cup of water. I don't like seltzer, but that's fine. I'm not gonna, like I said. You like seltzer, that's great. But they're nothing alike. Seltzer's bubbly and has a taste. Maybe nothing alike. Water is both water. One's just carbonated. Yeah, but but it's and like you look forward to having water. I love. I love a glass. That was a, a funny a comment, by the way. But like nothing alike is like. Adam at sports and me at sports. That's what nothing yeah, alike yeah, looks yeah. like. Okay. Wow. Water and and, and seltzer are not nothing alike. Oh, Jamie Ryan saw you at on four forty one the other day. How about that. Hi Ryan, stay high next time. Seltzer four forty one. By the way, it's a road. Nothing like water. Uh, seltzer is water. Seltzer is yeah. not water. Um, cucumbers aren't pickles. That's true. I mean, they're totally different. Cucumbers and pickles taste very different. That doesn't make them completely different. They're completely though. different. I mean, it's like you don't order. Okay, you don't order something with cucumber, and they say, "Oh, we don't have any cucumber." And you say, "Okay, you know what? Just put pickles in there. They're the same thing." You would never do that. They're completely different foods. Thank you. I Great think- call. I w- <laughs> I am winning this one. All right, this is for a grade the trade. Uh, give up McCaffrey for Mixon and Lamb. Give up McCaffrey for Mixon and Lamb. It's a good one. No. It's close, huh? It's called really down do on depth. 
and you have injuries, I can I can make some sense of it. This is from Jason. Raheem Mostert or Kyron Williams in PPR? I think that's for this week. Kyron. Williams. Rest of season. Williams. Kyron. This is from Saul. Hey, Mark, Tom, and Travis. Like, what did he do? Yeah, there you go. Would you trade CD Lamb for Jonathan Taylor? No. Oh, no. From Joshua, 14-team PPR, two flexes, six-point per passing touchdown. Would you trade Amonra St. Brown for Jalen Hurts and Puka Nakua? I have Geno Smith and Kyler Murray. Yes. Yeah, I think I do it too. Oh, okay. Especially with, with Amon Ra dealing with this toe injury. Who knows what happens there? Right. From David Allegria, PPR, which two should I start? Gabe Davis, George Pickens, or DJ Moore? Ooh, is it strange that I like Pickens the best? Um, I might go Pickens and Davis. I'm going Davis and Moore. This is Kevin from a Massachusetts town known for its bar-style pizza. Oh, uh, wait, no, not Massachusetts. I can do Connecticut for that, but obviously not Massachusetts. Okay. Connecticut is New Haven. Have you had New Haven pizza, either of you? I think it's the best no, pizza I've, I've heard so many times I've heard. But I think I it's also, the best on the planet. I also knew that you had no chance of getting a Massachusetts. Like I knew that you were going to be confident about it and ultimately not know. <laughs> um, I just like that played out exactly the way I thought it would. Anyway, yeah. uh, this is from uh, this. Is, he says, Dear Vizanth, Jabril, Martellus, and Bill. No idea. I think, Dan, I think you should be able, you legitimately should be able to get this. <clears throat> yeah, Jabril Wilson is who come. That, that's the only Jabril in the history of the world, right? Jabril Peppers. Jabril oh, Jabril Peppers. Peppers. That's another Jabril. It's a different spelling of Jabril. Um, and also Martellus Bennett. And who are the other ones? Vizanth and Bill. Uh, Vizante Shanko. But you just. Oh, Vizante. So pathetically. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't know who it was. <laughs> I just remember he Dan. said. And he's supposedly a Giants fan, Adam. Now, Dan, you'll never understand this reference, but there was an old commercial, oh. uh, and the phrase was, a, a little dabble, do you? What was the product, Adam? It was a shaving cream, right? I didn't know the commercial, but I think it was a little dabble, cream, do maybe? Bro cream, a little bro dabble, cream, do you? Bro cream, that's right, bro cream. So Adam goes... <laughs> What was it? It was a uh, was it an introduction? Someone wrote in like from a little a little oh, yeah, dabble doo. A little dabble doo. <laughs> and I wrote so this is from a little dabble doo. I never heard of that. Uh, anyway, I think these are giants who became patriots. If anybody remembers that one, that's old school. <laughs> Vasante Shanko, I remember him. Vasant. Uh, I like hearing about I'm how. Using all my teammates to Vasant. <laughs> I like hearing about how narratives can play into how you possibly feel about a player in a given week. Revenge game or player or coach or a guy playing an away game in his hometown or squeaky wheel, uh, end of season incentive, or something like that. Um, let's see. Please keep bringing these storylines up when I'm unsure which player to start. I tend to use narratives like these as a tiebreaker because it's fun to root for. Yeah, I mean, you know, while everybody else likes using uh, advanced stats, I won two fantasy analysts of the year awards just going by these narratives. <laughs> <laughs> Not just going by those narratives. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's mostly me that says brings these things up. Uh, like, yeah, for example, you're really my, good at that. My favorite one this week is the Broncos. Uh, haven't been out of Denver in a month yeah. and got to go play in this heat in South Florida. I think it's going to be a tough one for them. Yeah, my only What's problem with that on is that like... Game? I kind of love Miami. What's the line on that game? Six and a half, I think. That's yeah, a lot. I think it's under seven. My only problem with that, Jamie, is that I, I feel like the Broncos, if that game were played in a neutral site, I wouldn't really have a lot of confidence in them right now offensively. 
Well, listen, I don't, I don't push these narratives without some level of yeah. something behind it. So, yeah, no, but I love, I love the guy playing in his hometown. Um, there's a lot of good stuff. All right, uh, so this is from KC. Am I starting Kirk Cousins over Josh Allen? Uh, no. Nah. Would no, you drop Big Cousins week? Would you drop Brandon Cooks for Ferguson? I drop Brandon Cooks. If you need tight end help, yeah. I like Ferguson. Ferguson. Yeah, I don't. I mean, Brandon Cooks to me feels like it's going to be a long time before we get right. something productive at him. This is from Roadrunner. Dear John, Allison, Claire, Brian, and Andrew. <laughs> Not a clue. Should I trade Deshaun Watson and Alvin Kamara for Josh Allen and Damian Pierce? Yes. Yes, you're getting the best player in the deal. I would do that for Josh Allen straight up. Yeah. Oh, this is uh, the Breakfast Club, I think. John, Allison, Claire, Brian, and Andrew. I got to say this about that movie because I did watch one of the rare movies I had. Not good. It's not that good of a movie. Like, Why is that known as like a good movie? Dan, here's the thing. If you saw, and this is my guess, because I didn't see it until, I don't know, the last te- 10 years or so. Same. If you saw it when you were a kid or if you grew up in that era like Jamie did, I am sure it was great. But to okay. go back and watch it now, it's not really that good. What, that's how, like, what is the big deal with this movie? That's how There's I feel about that- Empire Records. Are you an Empire Records guy? I like Empire right. Records. It was good. Yeah, Never Empire Records is like the breakfast club of the 90s. But if I if I show it to someone too. now, I don't think they'd like it that much. You can't compare. What? It's it's our Breakfast Club. Like for people my age, Empire Records is a, is a is a cultural movie. It's it's would it's Garden a, State what? be at the Empire Records slash? Because I like Garden State yeah. a lot. The two thousands. Because that Garden State's so depressing. But yes, I think in Garden it, it, it is like a cultural, very much of the times kind of like yeah. a time capsule sort of movie. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. I make just that would like to make it clear, I'm not associated with these two when it comes to that <laughs> yeah. Breakfast Club. Please do not lump me in with. These <laughs> I just think there's a lot of movies that I, I think used in to general love. you could just make it clear that in general don't be you don't want to be lumped <laughs> in with these two. I hope you're looking at the comments right now. It's, you don't want to be lumped in with I'm just, us. No, in I'm just saying if you watch Breakfast Club for the first time right now, you'd be surprised. I don't. I really don't think many people would like it that much. Um, I, I just personally don't see what was so good about it. Like I just was pretty <laughs> bored to be honest. All right, this is from Agadaga. Come on, this is from Kevin. I give up Christian Watson and a 2024 fifth round pick. Get Mike Williams, Chuba Hubbard, and a 2024 fourth-round pick. And these are not rookie picks. These are keeper picks. Oh. So give up Watson and a fifth-round pick for Mike Williams, Chuba Hubbard, and a fourth-round pick. And this is the Miles Sanders manager trying to get Hubbard. I still I mean, Mike like Williams him. might be better than Christian Watson to begin with. So, yeah. I, I don't want to give up on Watson this this fast for in a keeper league. I'm, I'm, I'm going to bow out of this one. Right, this but I would, I would assume the Williams manager is probably in more win now. I assume based <clears> on when people give these questions that it's like these fourth and fifth round keeper picks are horrible. Like it's one of those leagues where everyone's captain. You don't even have to like the first, the fourth round of a draft is like the 12th round or 13th round. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Tua and DJ Moore for Mahomes and Tajay Spears. Would you give up Tua and Moore for Mahomes and Spears? I would. Tua and Moore for Mahomes <laughs> and Spears. Yeah. I mean, Spears right now, I got to keep checking the practice reports. Like, what happens if Derrick Henry's out? Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I traded Garrett Wilson, Mostert, and Metcalf for Mm -hmm. Jamar Chase and Mike Williams. This is from James. I traded Wilson, Mostert, and Metcalf for Jamar Chase and Mike Williams. What do you think? He doesn't need Mostert, per se. (sighs) 
Sometimes they get Mostert. Who? He gives up. He gives up Mostert, Garrett Wilson, and Metcalf. He gets Jamar Chase and Mike Williams. This one I'm doing. Yeah, I'm doing it, but obviously we have to hope that Burrow is fine. Uh, this is from Trevor. Dear Fred, John, Tim, and Travis Kelsey. And these are names of the actors in the show Moonbase 8, which apparently Travis Kelsey had a role in. I've never even heard of that. Never heard of that either. And he said, it's a show, so maybe Jamie will watch it. But I think he meant it's a show, so maybe Dan will watch it because Dan watches every show and no movies. No, I only watch good shows. 12-team non-PPR league. Oh, go ahead and say that to Travis Kelsey, buddy. Three receivers, no flex. (laughs) Uh, I've been offered, I have Justin Fields and I have Jordan Love on the bench. I've been offered Lamar Jackson and DeAndre Hopkins for Jamar Chase. Should I do that? No. No. All right, this is from Chris. Uh, Who would you start at wide receiver? You have to pick three. It's standard scoring. Jahan Dotson, Tutu Atwell, Chris Godwin, Puka Nakua. Godwin and Nakua are easy for me, and then I would probably still go Dotson over well, because I want to play both Rams just in case there is a disaster that happens. Checks out with me. Okay, this is I do not agree with this take at all. Dan Schneier, the type of guy to yell at a star. Yeah, that's game. not a good take. Like I would literally never do that. He would never do it's that. Like, and you know it's why? The total opposite of who I am. You know why? Because he would say something like, "Oh, we had such so much culture in New Jersey. We got all these great coffee places that you can go to." That's a good point. I would go to. I would I would always go to a local coffee place over Starbucks. That's another good point. Yeah, new sponsor. Uh, from Raymond, <laughs> half PPR, I need two. Uh, Brees Hall, Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, Josh Kelly, Jerry Judy, Jerry Judy, and Craig Reynolds. I'll skip Craig Reynolds. So need two of these guys. Brees Hall, Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, Josh Kelly, Jerry Judy. <sighs> you have to start two of Brees Hall, Josh Kelly, Jerry Judy, and who? Brees Hall, Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, Josh Kelly, Jerry Judy. I'm going Kelly and Judy. I would go Kelly and Judy also. And finally from The Banker, dear Aaron, Williams, Green, and Azaria. Hank. Hanks. Hanks, yeah. Uh, Hanks. Sit one. Sit. Amonra Are you Saint- you Before we get further in this, Adam, I feel like this has been my highest percentage of guest rights in the history of yeah. the mailbag or any. Like, I'm, I, can't, I mean, like, the fact that you got Vasant is pretty impressive. Vasant. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I didn't recognize the name. Um, sit one. Amonra St. Brown, Calvin Ridley, Keenan Allen, or Puka Nakua? Wow. Uh, I hate sitting Ridley, Where? but that's the one for me. Ridley, yeah. Ridley's easy to sit in this group. I guess, yeah. I mean, <laughs> in this group. In this group, it's hard not to. PPR, man. I don't know. I what mean, a team. Obviously, he could have 100 yards and two touchdowns. Wouldn't shock me. All right, YouTube, what do you got for us other than Seltzer? Can we agree that I'm right about that? Seltzer and water. How could you be right? You said seltzer is nothing like water. It isn't. It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, you could call any, you could call soda. You could say it's it's different and I would have been okay with it, but the nothing like is insane. What is like, what, okay. What's the difference between the difference between seltzer and water and the difference between like Coca-Cola and water? The only difference is syrup. It's the same thing. They're both water based. But they taste syrup nothing and- like water. You think yeah, just, you right. think that Coca is just putting syrup in in the water in the in no, their no and their carbonation and sugar that's and all not, that. Yeah, there's a lot more going in there. All right, it, it, it's over for you, buddy. Um, <laughs> we'll uh, see. Okay, the time will tell. Uh, do you want some updates first? Yeah, and then we'll get this dynasty trade. 
Okay. Uh, Bryce Young's officially starting. Um, Bryce Young's officially out. No practice for David Montgomery today. Uh, Campbell says Amara St. Brown is feels good. We'll play. Mm. Uh, Logan Thomas has been ruled out. And Kareem Hunt will play according to Kevin Stefanski. Whoa. That one I didn't expect from, from the right away. Okay. Dynasty League. Team A gets Jamar Chase and David Njoku. Team B, team B gets Devontae Smith and Chris Olave. Who wins? Chase. Uh, wow. No, I'm going to go with Smith and Olave. Yeah. You You know what? I take it back. I'm looking at this again and I'm like, damn, that's a good, I usually hate the two side of a two for one, but damn, that's a good two. So I I go with that. You agree to this. (laughs) Sit one in PPR in super flex. Chris Olave, Calvin Ridley, uh, Puka Nakua, Justin Fields. Wow. Uh, Olave. Ridley. Uh, I'm going to sit Ridley. Why Ridley? Why Olave over Ridley? Because Olave's got Jair Alexander potentially. Ridley's got no Stingley, no Jimmy Ward. I think. I mean, they are going to be able to run the ball. You think probably a lot, but that's why I'm going yeah. Ridley over Olave. I think it's more concentrated with with Olave over Ridley. Like Derek Carr, going back to last year with Devonte Adams, is just slinging it to the number one. This is one of those where you're just rich, you know, and you you're going to probably leave a point or two on the bench if both guys do well. Yeah, I don't think you're making a horrible decision either way. So for me, I would say really, but <clears throat> I, I like all these guys. This, this is what happens. Look, when you are a smart fantasy player and you get Puka when you don't need Puka. So you now you have to make yeah. some tough calls. Right. Yeah. So uh, start Dotson or Higgins if Burrow is out. Higgins though. Yeah. Cause you got to make that call on Sunday. True. Yeah, because it's a Monday night game. Okay, I'm good with that. Higgins. Would you trade Barkley for Kamara in PPR? Ryan Kelly no. out. Who's that? Ryan Kelly center. Yep. Um, no, I would not trade Barkley for Kamara. The only way I would do that is if Barkley, we find out next week he's not playing Monday, and then that means this high ankle sprain is going to linger, and you may be 0-3, and, and you got to save yourself. So I would ask for something else with Kamara, but I would be considering. Uh, senior football. Adam is 99% on his takes. Agreed. <laughs> Uh, pick one wide receiver and one a little it undersold me a little bit there. One wide receiver and a flex. Say Brown, Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, Rashad White, DeAndre Swift. Uh, the first two receivers. Yeah, I'm not going to bench Ridley and St. Brown for Kirk, White, or Swift. Would you trade Jerome Ford and Mike Evans for Josh Jacobs in standard scoring? Uh, yeah. Standard, right? Yes. You have to almost. I I don't feel good about Jacobs rest of the season, though. I just have to reiterate that. Adam not understanding what water is might be the craziest thing I've <laughs> yeah. seen this year. Right? Rosie, right? This is insane. Who says that water is nothing like seltzer? It's Two of the most take. wild takes I've ever heard come out. It has to be the worst take Adam lot. said, and that's saying a lot. It's a hundred, I need to text Heath after this. It's so, he can so put this true. They're nothing alike. I might need to call Heath right now during the show, honestly. The Let's water seltzer take and breakfast club is not good. I mean, how... I, How listen, far man, off the rails have you gone? I want to tell you a story. It hurts my heart to say it. But <laughs> in high school, my friend had never seen Spaceballs. So I was like, oh, you have to watch Spaceballs. So we watched Spaceballs, and I was like, this isn't really that good. Which really? kills me. Because I love Spaceballs. I love Spaceballs. I laugh is at, it not good anymore? But that's the thing about movies is sometimes they just don't age well. And Breakfast Club is one of those movies that is so 80s. It is so over-the-top, Breakfast Club. It, it doesn't work now. That's what movies were like in the 80s. They were ridiculous. Can I ask you, Jamie, someone who liked Breakfast Club, like, 
I'm just curious since I watched it like two, three, four years ago, whatever. <laughs> is it supposed to be a comedy or like what is it going for? Because I didn't like laugh at comedy all. Comedy coming of age movie. Okay, coming of age thing I can I can get behind. I didn't. I don't think I laughed at all in that movie though. Hall or Gus? Gus. Uh, Gus. Um, let's see. I don't know what this says, but uh, Dan is the type of guy who likes the damn right. Baseballs didn't age well. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh I, my god. I haven't seen it in a it's, while, it's, but you I got, loved it's it. It's got to be I... someone who's never seen it before. That's the real test. If you go into it with bias that it's that it's funny, then you're going to like it. It's going to remind you of your childhood subconsciously. But if you've never seen it before, I'm telling you, like it's just it's you, people aren't going to like it as much as you think they are. And I love I that love, movie. It's one of my favorites. I love when we, I love when we get to psych- my psycho- psychologist Adam on the show where he really gets deep there. Yeah, yeah, I've studied this many times. Uh, Rashawn uh, Johnson, Jalen Warren, Dotson, or Gabe Davis. We need two of them. Jamie, is there, before we do this, Jamie, is there any world where you would say that the cookie part of an Oreo is better than the cream part? No. Right? Isn't that the, one of the stupidest takes ever? Add someone of Adam's takes, and he's like, and then he planted someone when we went to the Giants game last Four year to people. tailgate the no, it was one person, really. It was a group of yeah. four, and they all agreed that 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 was one of the coolest moments. Dan and I were just chatting <laughs> at a tailgate, and these random people come up to us and like, we love your show, and by the way, the cookie is the better part of the Oreo. Yeah, <laughs> it was a cool moment, but it was stunning, too. Like, I don't even understand the, how that could be a take. Like, it's the most driest paper-like cracker cookie out there on the market. Versus well, the, the thing is, like, you, you, you'd get sick if you, all you did was eat the cream. It's just the cookie is the more vital part. You know, the cream is just... All right. Anyway, um, pick two of this group here. Rashawn Johnson, Jalen Warren, Dotson, or Gabe Davis? Warren and Davis. Davis. Okay. I'm going to go with a gamble here. Davis and Rashawn. This might be the uh, the changing of the guard. If That's what I'm thinking. Najee Harris yeah. does not... No, I'm thinking the Steelers. Oh, I was thinking I'm, Chicago. I don't know if the Bears yeah. will take either, but the, the Steelers, like, if Najee cannot run against the Raiders, oh, we may yeah. see mid-game. Jalen Warren. Uh... Okay. Um, and then we get two victory laps next week. The Dave oh yeah. Jalen Warren victory lap yes. and the Heath Andy Dalton victory lap. If Andy Dalton outscores Derek Carr this week, oh. you're going to hear about it. Ugh, like, yeah. 2-2 uh, DJ Moore, Dotson, or Myers? Pick one. DJ Moore for me. Okay. All right, everybody. Thank what, you. what did I say? Dotson? No, more. I'm sorry. More. Uh, yeah. Start one, sit one, cut one. Oreos, oh, Nutter Butters, Malamars. Start, Start Oreos. Oreos. Sit Nutter Butters. Cut Malamars. I'm gonna go cut Nutter Butters. Sit Malamars. Uh, sit Malamars. I mean, honestly, Malamars are pushing. Oreos are so good, I can't put them in uh, over Oreos. But I like Malamars. These you don't are all like them, great. These are all great. This is like we picked up Puka Nakua, and you've got to sit Calvin Ridley. Yeah, here. right. Uh, but I'm with Dan here. Thanks everybody for watching and listening. <clears throat> and I agree uh, with Dan. look at that. <laughs> that's not that's not the typical thing here. What is this, Gamer Eric? Gamer Eric, Jamie is right. Jay, you don't even know what you're talking about, Gamer Eric. Eric. Gamer Eric. All listen, right, later, listen, folks. Listen, you mess with the bull, you get the horns, buddy. Right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, what, a, what a hilarious line, Breakfast Club. You've delivered so many <laughs> memorable ones. That's that's our, honestly the funniest line in the entire movie, and it's not funny uh, at all. Not. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you Sunday morning with an injury update on Fantasy Football. Okay. Rise and shine, football fans. This is Susanna Fuller from Morning Footy, a podcast part of the CBS Sports Galazzo Network covering the breadth of the global game. 
Join me, Nico Cantor, Charlie Davies, Alexis Guerreros, and guests every morning for the perfect blend of news, analysis, conversation, and exclusive interviews. If you love soccer, then look no further. We've got you covered for Europe's top five leagues, the W Gold Cup, the Champions League Knockout Stage, CONCACAF Nations League, NWSL, MLS, Transfer News, and much more. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere podcasts are found. Subscribe to Morning Footy.